uh, welcome to Primary Attribute, where an actual play RPG podcast where we're playing Castles and Crusades. I'm Ian, I use they, them pronouns, and I'm the GM. Uh, my name is Adam. My character's name is Vons. We both use he, him pronouns. Vons is a fox folk alchemist. We're rolling some dice and making some ricin. I'm working on a catchphrase. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> that one's not it. <laughs> I believe that someday that will happen for you. I'm Erin. I play Ericene. I use she or they pronouns, and Ericene uses she her pronouns. Ericene is a half-elf and socialite who has skills apart from her shining personality. And sometimes she uses those skills to stab people or poison people. Or generally make them dead. Or generally attempt to slow them down or make them dead. Murder, <laughs> murder, murder. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, a halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. I'm spending a lot of time in the library looking for information and trying to figure out how I meet up with these other people again, because I kind of really liked them. And I'm Wit, and I play Grix, the kobold illusionist mechanic. We both use he-him pronouns, and we're just, uh, we're trying to make the city a better place. The thing Wealthy said about, like, I like these people and want to hang out with them, and I'm not sure how, is, like, way too real. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Kind of hoping some of our listeners can uh, identify with that notion, because I certainly can. Well, I'm sure no RPG players have ever been lonely. No! <laughs> had trouble making friends. Last time on Primary Attribute. There we go. Get it, Aaron. Wealthy went to research Ruladrin at the library and ran into her former professor, Professor Jenkins, who pointed her in new research directions. Vons topped up his concoction ingredients with Clive learned that Ruladrin is a good base for many other potions, then found a new friend in crime while retracing his steps to the distillery. Ericene topped up her poisons at Mandosa's shop and learned that Miss Nara only runs the Velvet Room, and that Nara's cousin Uyanga also runs that establishment, and that they're on the Warren's Council, a black market chamber of commerce. Later, she waxes poetic and political at the Nipper with her friends. Grix at work, went into whack-a-mole mode with many sudden occurrences of the same magic and water problems. At his local coffee shop, Purity Pearl came to find him to alert him no one was in trouble after the distillery, but that it would help if he could keep track of any patterns to the city utility issues. Bravo! Dang! That was so you, concise. Yeah, you put, like, some language on it. I think Cog only said... It was recurrent magical power problems. I don't think the water was an issue, but that would that would make sense. And honestly, that is probably also true. It's just probably harder to uh, imagine it's easier to subtly steal water. <laughs> but okay. The only other thing is you missed one very important scene. I did? <gasps> I did! <laughs> there we go. Oh my god, you guys. You guys. <laughs> Photios, the Minotaur, you found Vons digging around behind in the garbage behind the Gwendolu, and he asked Vons 
about Ericene. <laughs> guys. Uh-huh. It's very exciting. Photios is thinking about Ericene. <laughs> Which, given the timeline I've established, you've left that dude hanging for like two weeks. So. Uh, Ericene's all about them Minotaur kids. You know what? I mean, comparatively. Ericene is an extremely open-minded person who doesn't seem like she would be. Hey, I'm not judging. That that Minotaur <laughs> seems legal to me. I'll be over here. What? The Minotaur is much younger than you. Well, I mean, a lot of people are much younger than me, but that doesn't mean that there's anything weird about it. Mm-hmm. I imagine fantasy high school sex ed involves a conversion chart. Probably. For, like, rough levels of kind of life stages. <laughs> And maturity. I mean, so long as that Minotaur is of consenting age. How old do Minotaurs get? That's a super good question that I would love to know the answer to. I'm tempted to make them like half-orcs and have them die a little earlier, but also I hate that trope, so they probably live about as long as humans. Okay. I'm gonna say TBD, but at least 60 years and probably longer. So he's like maybe 30? Probably around there, yeah. Totally not robbing the cradle. Yeah, no, don't worry. He's a grown-up. He can... I mean, he's bouncing at a bar. I'm sure he can make his own decisions as an adult minotaur. It's a profession well known for hiring children. <laughs> <laughs> just as long as they're big children. Yeah, they just have to be scary. So, all right. All of you have had some experiences over the past couple of weeks, is what the official timeline is going to be. Bonds, I don't know how many days worth of potions you made, but I also figure you sold some of them. So, like... You use some of those slots for, like, doing daily business. So we've had about two weeks worth of time. I did some exploration. I gave it about five days worth of actual potion mixins. And okay. uh, I, I think I put my... Well, I, I did. I put my sheet up on the on the, on the the doobly. Okay. That's right. I forgot to check that because I'm responsible and good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it's Swiss cheese, but, uh, you know putting together what i can uh yeah. yeah doing doing the stuff um, Yeah, we can always retcon more stuff into your inventory so i'm supposed to have another primary attribute don't you love it when they say the name of the show in the show especially when they point it out explicitly so yes you have two primary attributes as a non-human one of them is determined by your class and i believe for alchemy i made it intelligence uh-huh and you get to choose the other one it will lower your DC for those checks in such a way that you're basically getting like a plus six. So it's a huge boon. I mean, I'm having a hard time picking between dexterity and wisdom. We could probably use the wisdom. I mean, that seems to be a check rolled frequently so far, and the check that I have the hardest time with. But is Vaughn's wise? That's true. He's sly because he's a fox. It's true. Yeah. Vaughn's has a uh, an understanding of nature and just the general natural world and the space around him. Some of that can be chalked up to experience, which would be more of an intelligence kind of thing. Understanding the nature of things that aren't him, like molds and funguses and stuff like that, does seem like more of a wisdom thing. Uh, then again, the dexterity might also come in handy because I'm rubbish in a fight. Well, it's not going to make you much better in a fight. Um, it'd be helpful for things like dodging traps or jumping between buildings or catching something out of the air. 
but it wouldn't affect your AC or anything like that. I see. Dude, I'm never going to think to say, hey, I'm going to catch this thing thrown at me out of the air. I'm out of the way. I'm going to really enjoy when you drop a fireball potion. <laughs> okay, so it's between dex and wisdom. Um, I'm going to do the more dramatic thing and flip a coin. I'm just going to roll a die here and uh, toes. That is the wrong kind of die. <laughs> what kind of die was it? 15. I don't remember which one was odd. Dex, I think, was odd. So we'll go with Dex. Okay, so we've got Dex and Intelligence. Wisdom might have been smarter. I don't know. I don't know that Vons is actually all that smart. Gonna say, I think Vons is pretty impulsive. Uh Uh-huh. Which seems like a low wisdom thing, but also you can play these however you want, so... Vons is an impulsive character that just happens to know how to tinker with some stuff. And a lot of your plant identification stuff is actually going to be intelligence anyway, just because you're an alchemist. So mm-hmm. I would have it fall under your main body yeah. of knowledge. Yeah, having intelligence and wisdom makes it sound like a really brainy character, and I don't think that's Vaughn's. He does run away a lot, though. He does run away a lot, which is a smart thing to do most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you've all had some adventures over the past couple weeks. And what do you do? I'm not a very adventurous person. I don't you know. went to the library. It was ooh, a real party. Ooh. I don't think I told you the results of any of your research. So, uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you all do with this new information? Hmm. Um... Remember, you all have each other's addresses and can message each other. <laughs> Knowing that there's more problems out there, Grix will spread the word and just be like, hey... That thing that we dealt with, there might be a lot more of that in the interest of keeping our city flying. Please keep an eye out. Are we sending these messages via carrier rat or? Yeah, I love the idea of carrier rats. No, that's fantastic. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Ian does not like this. It's better than monkeys. We are (laughs) so mean to our GM sometimes. I mean, carrier rats make sense. I think they just should be healthy, happy rats. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, they're well, not like, like you can't gross rats. train a you know sick rat to take messages places. But all right, so what do you all do when you get rats with their little backpacks on and they give you the message? What do you do <laughs> with this newfound information? Well, Ericene is going to go visit Wealthy under the guise of getting a new hat made. Seems like a reasonable thing you go to the hat shop <laughs> and i'm sitting there in the window making hats the hat show is kind of, hat shop is kind of a little hole in the wall and it has a counter but lily and i the girl who works with me we're sitting at a bench in front of the window with hats in it and we're working on um new hats we mainly refurbish hats because fashion doesn't change a huge amount and everybody you know, there's there's not a lot of uh, natural resources around here, so we're we're doing a lot of recycling. Fortunately, there's birds, so we spend a lot of time putting new feathers on hats. All right. Um, and what is the name of the shop? Mrs. Frank's Millinery Establishment. I knew you were going to say establishment. It's <laughs> a good word. Okay. Well, now that you have arrived at the establishment wealthy you see ericene come in the door hi uh, 
Yes, it has. Can we talk? I have a hat. Sure. Let me see your hat, ma'am. And we go over to the the counter. Okay. And I'm behind the counter, and I take the hat from Ericene, and I'm looking at it, and I go, so are you here about this really ugly hat, or are you here <laughs> because... <laughs> because you got a rat, a messenger rat, too. I definitely got a messenger rat, but, like, I mean, can it be both? <laughs> okay. I agree. This hat is hideous. I was going to... Yes, it is. I was already sort of thinking of getting it, like, redone for my grandmother's birthday. So... Oh, well, I, well we can do that. We can, we can definitely do that. Okay, cool. Okay. I see that it's this, you know, it's this ugly mauve color... We can't really do much to fix that, but we can probably put a shit ton of feathers on it. Yeah, just like... And cover most of that up. Just fucking go wild with the feathers. Just go wild with the feathers. Like, I trust you. You have... I can tell you have excellent taste. Just make it look nice. (laughs) What color is your dress going to be? Oh, no. This is for my grandmother. Oh, this is for your grandmother. Okay, then... This is not my hat. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) Wealthy. That is so. Well, I can't believe you. How insulting. Ugh. I'm really sorry about that. No, don't worry um, about it. What, what color would she like this? Is she an old elf or is she a young acting elf? No, no. She's pretty old. So go with muted colors? Yeah. Like, she really liked this move. So don't, like, change the color too much. Although it is god awful, but. It is. It's really bad. Just like, you know, oh, what if you like did something where you made like the entire hat just sort of covered in feathers, like all going in the same direction? She probably oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. I mean, she would never say that, but like, I bet she would think that that was like really nice. Okay. Okay. She might even smile at me this time. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. So... I, I got I got the messenger rat, and I'm not sure what Grix is asking us to do. I mean, the millinery is here in a fairly stable part of the city. I have to go down to the Warrens a lot more. Yeah, we would have to go back to the Warrens. We could go down there and maybe, you know, like, um, go to a bar and, and see if we can check anything out. <gasps> we could go back to the Gwendoloo. We could. I wonder... I wonder if Photios is there still. I I don't know, but there's no reason why he wouldn't be. I mean, you know, it seemed like a good job. It did seem like a good job, like a good, <laughs> stable job. Like, he seems like a nice guy, right? He does. And maybe, and he seemed to be really into you. And I'm not just saying that. Really? Yeah. But, like, how could you tell? Well... Look at you. I mean, you're gorgeous. But, like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, for guys, I think it does. <laughs> no. I think that's the first thing they notice. No, I don't. No. No, I just No. No, I mean, like, maybe he <laughs> was, like, attracted to me. But there's a huge difference between being attracted to someone and, like, liking them. Yeah. But, you know, we talked to him for five minutes. 
there's not a huge amount that you can learn from somebody. You can tell a lot about <laughs> someone in five minutes. Wealthy. <laughs> I liked you guys immediately. I liked you like guys like within the first five minutes. And clearly, my judgment is excellent in this regard. So, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I don't have a lot of experience. Uh, Ericene's going to, like, slap her hand on the table and be like, You and me, tonight, we're going to go. What time do you get off work? Sundown? Sundown. Okay. You and me. Point of order, there's not really a sun cycle. Oh, okay. Inside a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) But you can still tell when the sun has gone down. I guess that's true. There's a bell system, or, or horns. Or an elaborate series of mirrors to get the sunlight further into the city. <laughs> I mean, I sort of figured that that might be a thing. Honestly, probably. Okay. Skylights. When it's too dark to work. <laughs> yeah, when you have to start using candles to work. Yeah. Oh, you always have to use candles. We're underground. <sighs> when the evening officially starts at a known time. You know what? Ericene lives in a section of the city that does get a sun cycle, so... Well, how nice for her. Yes. On a free-floating chunk of rock. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) That doesn't really give a shit about what direction the sun is in in the first place. I mean, it's not moving fast enough to outrace the sunset. (laughs) We must have uh, day cycles that are a lot like the Game of Thrones, only on a much smaller scale. Or it could just be like, you know, Star Trek, where at night they just lower all the lights. Oh, yeah. You and me, after your work, after you're done with work, we'll go. We'll go to the Gwendolyn. Okay. okay, we'll go to the Gwendolyn. Should we see if Grix can go too? And Vaughn's? <gasps> Let's all go out. Sure. It'll be like a co-worker reunion. Yay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll go try to harass Vaughn's. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be too hard because you two do have that, that kind of relationship. Well, it'll be a matter of finding the motherfucker. <laughs> Why doesn't he like me, Wealthy? Like, I'm clearly great. And I saved his ass. Well, apparently you're tall. I don't notice it. I don't see height. I'm still only, like, four inches taller than him. I don't get it. Some people just have a chip on their shoulder about that kind of thing. Ugh. And obviously Vaughn has many chips on his shoulder. He's got, like, a whole fucking log on his shoulder about it. Ooh, maybe that's (laughs) why he's so so short. See, now that's the kind of thing that pisses him off. Well, I wouldn't say that to his face, unless it was clear to him that I was joking. I don't think that Vaughn's jokes about height. Well, I guess we'll find out tonight, won't we? We will! Are you gonna come by and pick me up? Yes, I will come by and pick you up. Okay, I'll be ready. Okay. See you later! Okay, bye! Okay. And I leave the hat, and I leave, and I try to find that Bartels that... (laughs) Vaughn said that his stand is sort of occasionally occupied and occasionally abandoned across the way from. It's a box that I believe someone else uses when he's not there. I go try to find Vaughn's at the Bartels that he told me that he is by. All right. Hey, Vaughn's, how's business today as you, you know, have your box in the street? Near a Bartels. Oh, do I? <laughs> that's where you had your box last time. You fucking told us that that's where you had your box. You told Ericene that that's where you had your box. Maybe I see Ericene coming and kind of duck away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. 
I also like that we've just made it up our tells. <laughs> Adam is the one who said that. <laughs> and we all said yes. Oh, really? Yes, it should be a Bartels. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I forgot. All right. But it's spelled all weird with like... Funky letters. Timey letters. There's like six apostrophes. <laughs> There's a J in there somehow. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep my shoulder to her and say, I don't know who you're talking about. Franz isn't here. Um. Okay, so what's your name then? Uh, uh, Morty. My name's Morty. Okay, cool. So, Morty, if you see Vons, could you tell Vons that drinks are on me tonight at the Gwendoloo after the sun goes down? But only for him, not for Morty. <laughs> and if Vons comes, I will pay for his drinks. I'm Morty. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And well, Eris is just going to be like, <sighs> dude, what the fuck ever? Cool. Well, like, I'm assuming that Vaughn's also got courier message today. So, like, unless Vaughn's isn't here today and it's all Morty all the time. I just thought, like, maybe we should talk about that or just drink. That's cool, too. I'll let him know. I believe you. Go away. Can I get, like, a, a health potion, too? Uh, yeah. How much do you charge for those? Well, they cost me, what, a gold to make? Yes. So... Which, thinking about it, is part of the reason I may need to adjust the prices that you pay. <laughs> yeah, now it's a question of how hard do I want to gouge her. She's very tall. I should know this as a character. What do, what do health potions generally go for? Like... In the Bartels across the street. One second, my player's handbook is across the room from me. Oh no. Because <laughs> I am a professional. <laughs> oh hey, so is my IPA. Hold on. I have everything I need right here. Mm -hmm. Because IPAs are like health potions, am I right? Alright, now that I've made a ton of noise and audio that I'm going to have to cut, and the fact that health potions aren't actually in the handbook. Oh no. <laughs> Just so I'm super clear for my uh, notes... Vons was pretending to be someone named Morty, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mention it in, in the audio, but if I were to describe it better. So Vons pulls his hood up over his head and like accidentally one ear is kind of sticking out still. <laughs> you can tell, but he's obviously trying not to be seen by this erudite. I'm trying to describe her in a way that isn't like just Paris Hilton. I have on several occasions said she's sort of like Paris Hilton. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm really trying to uh, like avoid anybody recognizing that I'm connected in any way to this Hilton-esque. That's fair. It's fine. So like you can kind of tell, and I think Vaughn's knows you can kind of tell, but... Potions are expensive. They really are. Mm -hmm. No, but this is like healing potion in 5th edition is what, 50 gold? Something like that. Just the components for this one would theoretically cost 200 gold Whoa. in Castles and Crusades. Something tells me that Castles and Crusades economy is a little left. The laboratory to make the potion costs 1,000 gold. So that's fun. The fuck? <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, we are not doing that. Um, yeah, you are not making a potion for one gold and then selling it to Ericene for 300. <laughs> no, 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 we're not doing that. 
Uh, I was thinking of gouging her for like 10, but I don't know how your CNC economy actually wants to work here. Yes, that's something I've been very careful about. Yeah. To never define the economy? Well, e- economies are important. Let's never define the economy. <laughs> so he would want to sell it for less than the Bjortorls is selling it for. <laughs> Let's say the Bjortorls is selling them for 10 GP each. Right. So Vons would be selling them for like eight to normal people. But still kind of wanting to give Ericene a little bit of a deal and as a form of communication, selling it to her for like just a couple GP less. So six. Hey, I'm still up five gold. She's like, okay, cool. Put it on my tab. Put it on my tab. <laughs> no, this has to do with my not my personal life. Mm, gotcha. Sorry. It's fine. Right. We're getting professional. Here. Yeah. This is my professional <laughs> life. I have a I have a discretionary fund for that. That is physical, actual gold. Okay, I pay you five gold. Oh, was it six? Sorry. Yeah, yeah five is the profit. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a bold haggly move. Just trying to underpay <laughs> them without saying anything. <laughs> She's like, okay, cool. So I'll see Vons at the Gwendoloo tonight. If you tell him that he's invited yeah yeah whatever also would you happen to know if Vons has any messages for me okay cool bye <laughs> <laughs> she just like leaves yeah I'm suddenly wondering if I was supposed to anticipate that in some way I don't think so I don't think I have any notes regarding that so yeah I'm okay hey hey Adam was she hoping that I would slide no, her a no. note hey Adam quick question do you remember that you were supposed to tell Ericene that Photios said hey I mean you know it kind of seems like Ericene got that notion somehow anyway she didn't she just has a crush on the Minotaur guy she has no way of knowing that you had that conversation. She will be floating two feet above the street level if she finds out Proteus is actually thinking about her. Well, nevertheless, that is not the kind of message that Vons would, would have conveyed under those circumstances anyway. I love that, and I very much want that to be the case. <laughs> In fact, very much the opposite. Yeah, giving it any consideration at all, I'm thinking, no, Vons would fuck with her. He absolutely would. Yes. Yes, he he would definitely fuck with her. No. No, we're not we're not yeah, we're not making that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. Okay, no. cool. So he doesn't have any messages for her is basically my point. Oh, yeah, no, not no, no yeah, messages. No, at no all. messages. Okay, cool. Okay, bye. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Aracene is going to Wait, how was Aracene gonna get in touch with Grix? Just Oh, I'm easy to find. Grix, you can always find him through the, the city maintenance channels. Like, if, if you go and file a ticket, just say, hey, is Grix around? I also believe that you mentioned people could send messages to the coffee shop. The Otten Core, yeah. Molly Otten's coffee shop. I'm always there. Okay, so Ericene's actually just going to go to the coffee shop, not knowing if she's going to see Gricks or not. What time of day is it? <laughs> it's sometime in the afternoon. It's 4 p.m., which... 4 p.m. If you're 
maintenance job is anything like my construction job you got off work about half an hour ago. There's a very good chance I'd be there. I'm there. Oh my god, hi, Grix. <laughs> no, hey, hey, good to see ya. Ericene, like, goes up and, like, does that awkward, like, are we huggers <laughs> sort of motion <laughs> before, like, sort of reaching out to give him, like, a high five sort of a thing. Yeah, Grix is a high fiver. Grix is definitely a high fiver, at least, if not a hugger. How's it going? Are you feeling better? Oh, yeah, yeah, right as rain. You look a little, like, peppier or something. Did you... Oh, thanks. I just had my seventh cup. <laughs> seventh cup. Um... Kobolds. We we go through it. So, like, you'll be up for a while then, huh? Nah. I mean, not more than usual. I don't know. I'll I'll spin it all out and then I'll, I'll crash. Okay, so, like, Wealthy and I were gonna go back to the Gwendoloo to hang out and maybe, like, because you sent us the, the, the message about, like, shit going down. Mm-hmm. And, like, we thought that maybe, like, we could, like, scope out the neighborhood and see if there's anything, you know, like, going on down there again. Because, like, neither of us had heard about anything. Do you think we'd be welcome there? At the Gwendoloo? Why wouldn't we be? I don't know. We caused an awful lot of stink up in this area. No? Okay. Oh, no, but, like, that was at the Velvet Room, though. Like, that's not... I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know if we, people look at us and they're like, oh, those people, they shut down bars or they, you know, they go and mess up bars. I don't know. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I don't know. I just thought like it might be, but like we paid at that bar. Like we paid, like I put it on my tab and they said yes. So like we paid, like we paid. Yeah. I paid. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I, I'm, I was just asking a question. And she, like, for suddenly, like, Ericene looks kind of unsure, like, oh, shit, like, what if I'm not allowed to go into a bar? That's, That's never happened, happened before. before. <laughs> Have I just fucked up my entire drinking career for a single day? But then I'm like, but, like, I've gone into nah, a No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm overworked. Crix, you have to understand, like, I go drinking a lot and like i haven't i mean people knew me like when we went into like the velvet room and like i don't think that i mean like i've seen some people that i saw there that time and like purity even like told me like in a note or whatever like that miss nara like didn't get in trouble or anything so like well yeah we're fine then and like they're back up like so it's not like yeah why would they be mad I just, I mean, like, I could understand them being mad, but, like, why would other people, like, not let us drink? My money is good. I was just asking a question. It's all, it's fine with me. Yep, I'm on board. Let's, let's go out tonight. <laughs> well, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. Ersina <laughs> has a lot of issues. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, Remember that Minotaur uh -huh. from the Gwendoloo? Phidias. I Photios. Oh, Photios. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh huh. So Photios, 
we're like I'm like hoping he's back again. I think I like him. Oh, that's great. What does he think of you? I don't know. I haven't heard from him. I've been too scared. Uh oh. Hmm. It just like seemed like this is like a good opportunity to like go back. Well yeah. You know, go back to the Warrens, hang out, wander around, look for stuff. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. Sounds like fun. Maybe get some, like, travel drinks, wander around. Yeah, this time we won't be on the job. Maybe flirt with a cute Minotaur guy again or something. To each their own. So, like, do you have kids, though? Do I have kids? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I asked you the other day, like, after the thing, and, like, you just sort of, like, didn't answer. And I was just wondering about oh. who you are outside of fixing shit. I don't, I don't have kids. I uh, I don't know. I I I fix shit. I work on the city. I, I the city floats because of us. That's so cool. How did you decide to do that? Uh, I was born a kobold. <laughs> Not all kobolds are on the maintenance crew. I don't understand. Well, like seventy percent of them. It's a it's a stereotype for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to mitigate this. I guess it's better than the alternative. Uh, which alternative is that? Well, like, I always heard these, like, stupid fucking, like, stories about, like, kobolds just, like, hanging out in dungeons and just, like, you know, attacking people for no reason and, like... Wow. I know. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> All the kobolds I've ever met are, like, really industrious and, like, you know, you do, like, it. Yeah, kobold value is based on the value of our labor. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out some kobold stereotypes you can trust, others you can't. Exactly. Well, like, that's my point is, like, I don't understand, like, why people would tell those stories about, like, dungeon kobolds or whatever. Like, it doesn't make any sense with the people that I've known. I don't know what to tell you. I've never been in a dungeon. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel like I've made you uncomfortable, and I apologize. <laughs> well, little, little bit. Well, it turns out kobold <laughs> representation matters. Can I... You need to do some work, Ersie. I... Can I buy your drinks for you tonight? Uh, sure. They're on me. I've offered, I've offered for everyone else, too. So, like... It'll be like a coworker reunion kind of a thing. Uh, sounds good. I'm I'm on board. All right. I'll uh, I'll see you at the Gwendolyn tonight. Okay. We're gonna meet after sundown. Gotcha. Because that's when Wealthy gets out of work. Gotcha. <laughs> sundown being in air quotes. Um, and Aerosene's like, okay, cool. I guess I should get a coffee to go then. Ah, uh, it's real good. I will order a coffee. Can hardly taste the mushroom. The what? Oh, that's how you know it's good. You receive a coffee. <laughs> Ericene's like, thank you so much. Put that on my tab. She like nods and like gives like like a wink. The owner looks distinctly unimpressed. <laughs> Do they put it on my tab though? Vaughn's is working on a catchphrase and you already have yours figured out. It's so funny because I had mine figured out like before I met anyone else. <laughs> well, you are a lot older. Kerosene has a lot of catchphrases. <laughs> that is fair and valid. Molly Otten, owner of the Otten Corps and a orc, um, mm -hmm. kind of looks at you and says, 
We don't do tabs. Oh god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, how much? Two silver. She hands over two silver. Pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> Thank you, sorry. Ericene doesn't tip? <laughs> yeah, Ericene will give an extra silver. You, you put it in a jar on the counter. <laughs> and it's ten silver to one gold, is that correct? Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure that I was... Ericene's one of those people that runs around with like only 50s and 100s in their wallets and then gets irritated when people can't break that money. <laughs> no, no, because this is her like walking around slush fund, so... That's fair. She has decent denominations of things. It's just that Aaron hadn't had a reason to break any of... Wait for it. Someday I'm going to give you all like 1,000 copper. Does Ericene's dress have pockets? Because... This whole patriarchal clothing system seems to not put pockets in dresses. Ericene is wearing breeches right now. Oh, nice. Okay. Breeches sometimes have pockets. Yeah, gendered clothing is for other fantasy universes. Too much. Nice. I am appreciating this. So you're making like little clinky sounds as you as you saunter about. That should be the title of the episode. Gendered clothing is for other uni- fantasy universes. I love yes, that. Yes, <laughs> that is a very good title. That is a good title. I like it. Okay, so we can now move on from Ericene's kind of kind of weird, unexamined, like, cobalt races. <laughs> well, she's not perfect. Ericene's going to get us canceled, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ericene is learning. Ericene is doing such a good job of, like, trying to be an ally. It's not working great. <laughs> hey learning is the most important thing you can do yeah so vons is going to start closing up shop by which i mean just walk around to the other side of the box and then kick said box deeper into the alleyway and then recognizing that good stuff usually doesn't come from these meetings vons knows he's going to need to pick up some actual poison because Poisons of of useful nature are not exactly on the uh, concoctions list yet. So oh, I thought you uh, bought poisons. I definitely want to buy poisons. Yes. Did I successfully buy poisons in the secret content episode that uh, only the subscribers get to see? Yes, um, the people who subscribe to our uh, podcast through normal means. Yeah, through any, any podcast vendor podcast whatsoever. Catcher of their choice. <laughs> or RSS feed, or if they simply went to the website. That I'm sure that those listeners get to hear it too. Primaryattribute.com, I think, which will <laughs> exist by the time this airs. <laughs> Don't forget to visit the merch store. Hey Wit, tell them all about our merch. Yeah, so uh, so Grix has these uh, the the Grix stickers. Um, the uh, the arm comes off, and there's different detachable <laughs> arms. So like you've got the you've got the drill bit arm, and you've got the uh, the the graspy arm. Just to pick it, pick your sticker situation. Yeah. it's like That's a nice. it's like a mm-hmm. paper doll, but like yeah, exactly like in sticker form. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the uh, the the wealthy Taylor mini hats collection. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> and camel pins. <laughs> yeah, no, they're um, they're little fascinator hats that are on. Uh, they're little teeny tiny, you know, like two inch square hats. 
that are on uh, uh, hair clips. <laughs> They're really cute. Yeah. Oh my god. The uh, the Vaughn's merch is just a flask that says "fuck this." <laughs> It's just a grub that we send in the mail, and we have to write live animal specimen on the box. I think you actually write live insects. Oh, God. I've had more experience with shipping. So, yeah, I'm going to pop into the BRTels. You're going to buy poison at the BRTels? I mean, I'm sure they've got something that's effectively the same. And any anything with enough concentration is poisonous, right? Like in theory. Or you could go to actually would you know a poison dealer? Uh I have a supplier and I know how to make my own poisons, but I don't know that that Vaughn's knows how to make them in a in like a week or it's I don't know if it's part of the concoctions thing or how that works entirely. I'm certain that I could take like basic alchemic ingredients and use them in a hundred percent concentration. And just about any one of those would be toxic enough to do a thing. Yeah. I mean, apart um, from water. Let's say that from BR tells you can get a level one poisons. And I'm going to say, because you're improvising them, they're going to cost a little extra. It's going to cost you seven and a half gold per dose. Cool. I'll get about four of those, and whatever. Like, I need, I need a uh, a slippery oil, and probably about two portions of that, and uh, some itching powder. Shh. <laughs> You're not supposed to know. Let's say that all comes out to about forty GP. Seems like too much. Well, type one, type one poisons are five gold, if that helps. Yeah, there's just a markup. Okay, how are type one poisons five gold while healing potions are 50? <laughs> I don't know, dude. That makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Says the assassin. Also, that 50 GP number is from a different game. Yeah, I'm going to put it 35 total because, as mentioned, the level one poisons are marked up to seven and a half GP because you're essentially buying like a crap ton of NyQuil and crushing it together and shit like that. So it just adds up a bit. The oil is just a bottle of baby oil. Hey, you know what? That works. And it, I imagine is fairly, real baby oil is fairly cheap. Yeah. And the itching powder is like, it's not fiberglass insulation, but like, <laughs> it's something that you're like tearing the stuffing out of it. It's improvised in some way. Vaughn's happens to know how to make something kind of itchy. You just jump them and put them in a wool sweater. <laughs> yeah, that's only been washed once, motherfucker. Vaughn's just stuffs those into his uh, rucksack or whatever the hell it is that uh, little fox folk use. I'm sure he's got some kind of a yeah. You have a bag, fanny pack. Well, it's 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 probably like a messenger bag kind of thing. I have always imagined Vaughn's with a with a messenger bag. It, it just kind of seems to follow, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decked out in the, the, the typical Vaughn's regalia, meaning slime, just scooches over to the to the Gwendolyn nice and quiet. Aracene collects wealthy. Who is standing outside the millinery shop, lo- trying to look very, very casual, but failing spectacularly. <laughs> She's wired, just so excited to be going somewhere with, with people that she actually likes. Grix cleans up 
Grix uh, puts on his uh, his nice collared shirt and his uh, his fancy suspenders. <gasps> Does Grix have a party shirt? It's like a it's like a checkered uh, green and blue, like uh, like button down shirt. Yeah, it's nice. So you look like a '60s kid going swing dancing. Uh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in a town made entirely out of rock. Aracene is wearing like a pink blouse, and her hair is like all fluffy, but she does have her like. She does have her cowl sort of like draped around her neck just to keep it close. And she's wearing like a skirt, like a mini skirt, uh, and her jacket, her like armor jacket. Does Ericene have a fashion cowl? When she bought her cowl, it was definitely intended to also be fashionable. Okay. It's not weird looking for her to wear it essentially as a scarf instead of like having it up over her head gotcha i get a solid impression that even if she intended to get it coated in blood ericene would make sure that it was fashionable oh yeah but here's the thing like it would be fashionable because it's ericene so you got your cowl you got your mini skirt she's got a short skirt and a long jacket and what sort of shirt was she wearing? Sorry. It's a pink blouse. Okay, cool. Do you have sweet boots to complete the ensemble? Well, here's the thing. Ericene has been wearing high heels for so long that she's the kind of person who can just, like, wear high heels all the time to do anything. Running, jumping, climbing trees in her, like, in her heels because she's just been, like, doing it for so long so she's actually just wearing high heels she's just wearing pumps she doesn't know how to not wear high heels at this point no no she does she it just doesn't slow her down at all to be wearing high heels i believe vaughn's already said he was wearing slime (laughs) (laughs) yep so i'm assuming the standard vaughn's kind of dingy cloak and yeah 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 the dingy cloak the uh the pouches being versatile uh like fashionable as foxes go got that nice fox funk going on <laughs> you know just like just like robin hood in that disney movie uh-huh. real charming uh-huh. all right because we've already done it for everyone else wealthy what are you wearing to go out on the town i am wearing a um long dark skirt a white tailored shirt and a black waistcoat with shiny silver buttons and of course, being a halfling, I am not wearing any shoes. Sure. Alrighty then. You all head out to the Gwendaloo because I am a cruel god. I am going to roll for who gets there first. <laughs> One and two moons wit, three and four is Vons, and five and six are Ericene and Wealthy. Vons, you get there first. Okay. It's a, it's a busy night in the Warrens, like every night in the Warrens. Lots of crowds. It's a little bit hard to slip through, but you can manage pretty... I mean, you're good at it, it's just it's crowded, and it can be hard to move through crowds. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is make sure that our favorite bouncer is there. Uh, is he there? <laughs> I think you should roll to see if he's there. Alright, call it high or low. Hi. Lucky you. Yeah, he's there. 
and not his cousin Keith, who was the other option. <laughs> Yay! Keith is great. Everyone, Everyone likes, likes Keith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to say hi to Photios and uh, say, yeah, I hear Erosine's coming in today. Should be uh, should be a bit of a show. Keep an eye out for her. Um, she's uh, she's feeling real good today. And then uh, just say, uh, hey, have you got a uh, have you got a spot like uh, you know, in in like a, a dank corner, danker the better. Kind of looks down at you like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, thank you for letting me know about Erosine, and uh, yeah, um, if you head, you see the bar, um, go to the corner, like, go in the door, go to the corner to the right of the bar. There's a little bit of an alcove, dankest place in the in the spot. Awesome. So Vons is going to head right back into that alcove, and then in classic bar dweller style, going to, like, throw the most obvious cheap coat, the overcoat, the, the hood and whatever, uh, kind of over the table so that everybody knows that the table's taken and then uh, sneak out the back door and kind of go out and it back out in front and uh, see if he can spot anybody else coming in. Okay, uh, you're going to have to roll to sneak out the back door because you're sneaking out through basically the kitchens. Right, right. We've seen these before. Yes, you have. I will give you a bonus on the roll for that. All right, so... I'm rolling a 17. And that was dexterity. And dexterity, so 17 plus whatever, plus one on dexterity, which is a, as we established earlier, my... um, Primary, yeah. So that's 18. Yeah. And then you add your level, so... So plus two. Yeah, you're at 20. Yeah, yeah, 17 (laughs) on the die, plus one for your dex, plus two for your level. Oh, yeah, two. Okay, yes. Yeah. So 20. All right, yeah, no problem. Um, You slip out the back. And I guess make your way around to the um, alleyway that you know so well, because you've been in it three times now. <laughs> yeah, it's got a good stink to it. The dumpster taunts you with its mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> delicious, delicious mysteries. <laughs> and up next is Grix. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to just head on in and I'm going to look for anyone else. Do I see Vaughn's doing all of his weird stuff? Von Von's hopefully sees you. Yeah. Um, okay. You see Grix going in. Yeah, I'll I'll run up real quick and let him know that I've got a table in the back. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I'll go get us some uh, some drinks. Vons, do you go back in with Grix, or do you like awkwardly run back to the alley? Uh, no, I I run. <laughs> Wait to see the other the other people coming in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Grix is gonna go and get the first round. And uh, have it delivered to the table. I'm assuming that everybody's coming, so I'm gonna get uh, get all four of us drinks. All right, that's going to be an amount of money. One second. Do you get ale or beer or something else? What do I get? What is Grix like? Grix is probably not particular. Grix probably gets the closest thing to kerosene that they have. <laughs> all right. So, do you want to get a shot or a glass? Uh, shots. Shots for everybody. Okay, that'll be two silver each. Wonderful. Plus any tip. Oh yeah, I tip. How much do you tip? It's deeply important to me. Uh, I tip <laughs> uh, four silver. Damn. 50% tip, not bad. <laughs> well, I figure uh, Aristine said she was going to get the rest. 
of the ones for the night. So I could be a bit generous yeah. for the first one. Yep. Esmeralda makes her money disappear, and um, a short time later, you have four shots delivered to the table. All of us are expected to drink kerosene? It's not exactly kerosene. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a pretty oily alcohol. Uh, yeah, worst case scenario, Grix can use it as lubricant for his arm in the future. It's... <laughs> Yeah, that's it's a great. terrifying it's, texture for an alcohol. Yeah, it's it's good lubricant. It's a uh, it's good disinfectant. It's uh, it's multi-purpose. Hair gel. It fucks you up. Cough syrup. All right, and on that interesting note, <laughs> wealthy and Erisine, you make your way up the street. You see the Gwendolyn. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to intercept them on their way in. All right. Bond. Hi. I was hoping i would see you tonight hi i'm just gonna hey erisine um yeah my my friend uh walter mortimer no mortimer yes it was mortimer <laughs> told me that told told me to meet you guys here to, so i've been talking to the um minotaur friend up there uh photios he's a he's a real friendly dude did you know he mentioned you so here's the thing, though. I've been talking to the guy. He seems to really like uh, girls with orcish accents. That's fucking weird. Why would he like girls with orcish accents? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it helps him feel like uh, intellectually uh, empowered, I think. You know, like like he might be he might be feeling a little intellectually insecure. That's fucking weird, because like we had a perfectly fine intellectually fine conversation. Oh, honestly, I'm not sure he was checking out your intellect at the time, but uh, you might you might consider. So you think he was like checking out my boobs or something? I don't know what you're talking about from down here, hun. I mean, I'm like. Oh, sorry. Way like, like down I'm... and be like, what was that? Hi. I mean, hi. <laughs> How's it I going? Don't know. Uh, You're being kind of a dick. Are you showing off right now? I don't know. Are you showing off? Um, right okay. Now? I don't know what's going on. Just saying. When you see Photios, nice guy, nice guy, little intellectually insecure. He's real friendly. You realize that you uh, are the one but, who sounds uh, like the asshole right now. I always sound like the asshole. Just as long as we're on the same page about that. I'm okay with that. Fonz, are you naked by proxy? <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm trying, but she's not making it easy. It's really good to see you tonight, Fonz. I'm really glad that you're here. Um, could you? Did you see? Um, uh, did you see a Grix already? Oh yeah, Grix is already waiting inside. Oh, cool. So, like, you just came to, like, ambush me about Photios, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally into you. Shouldn't be a problem. Uh, okay, cool. Just talk nice and slow for him. That's all. Wow. Like, really just not letting up. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Great. Erisine will approach the door and, uh... Wealthy's gonna slip through the door because she just doesn't want to watch. <laughs> That's fair. She doesn't need to see this. Sorry, I'm just imagining that in the intervening, like, five minutes, Photios has been replaced by a Minotaur Scarecrow. <laughs> just... 
During this time, uh, Grix has taken a teeny tiny sip off of everyone else's drink. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. <laughs> like three millimeters off of everyone else's drink. He just takes like a slurp. <laughs> yep. But like an extremely measured slurp. Yeah, exactly. I admire the precision. <laughs> anyway, so you ran up and were like, hi. <laughs> oh, Erisine, hi. hi. It's It's good to see you. You too. Vaughn said that he talked to you, but he made it sound mm, real Vaughnsy. He said that you mentioned me. Did he ever deliver the message I gave him? I told him to, I guess, re- remind you that no. I'm around. Hey. But hey, you're here now, so. Sorry. Yeah. And she just sort of like <laughs> stares and like doesn't know what to say for a second. That sound you hear is the ship running aground on a reef. <laughs> I was going to say, Wilsey is not in the least bit sorry. Never. Wilsey is not the least bit sorry that she's missing this. <laughs> and Vons is just sneaking in and uh, catching up with Wilsey. So, like, Vons just sort of tried to get in my head about seeing you again because he's a real dick. He, he seems like kind of a weird dude. I mean, he's a real weird dude. <laughs> like, Everyone's weird, but you know. I'm sure that at some point I will figure out what his fucking deal is, but that day is not today. Anyway. Well. It's really good to see you. What? So, like, what's your, like, actual, like, what's your schedule like? Like, do you work here, like, all day? Because I saw you in the afternoon. And now you're here in the evening. Yeah, so. But, like, when are you not here? So I work from kind of right when they start opening, around noon. I work through to 8. Oh, okay. So I get off in about an hour. Oh, cool. Sure. So yeah, sometimes I take a shift over at Leviathar's seat. That usually runs me pretty ragged. I get off there around like 2 to 3 a.m., depending on how troublesome people are being. Yeah, I'm normally free in the mornings and late at night. Cool. We should like, we should get like breakfast sometime. Oh my god, not like that, though. <laughs> Sorry. I don't usually feel this... He kind of... Bl- I'm not usually this, like, awkward talking to people. Hey, it's okay. I, I knew what you meant. Um, but yeah, that-, that sounds good. Or do you like to get food for breakfast? We're gonna meet in two days at Peg's. Do you know Peg's? It's in that, like... It's not in the Warrens. It's not... In, like, my neighborhood. Oh, dear God, where is it? (laughs) Ian. (laughs) I don't know any parts of the city other than the fact that I live at the top of the mountain. And the Warrens is not here. (laughs) Pegs is not in my neighborhood. And it's also not in the Warrens. Gotcha. Alright, so Pegs is in... (laughs) Pegs is in the Spires district? The Spires? Sounds pointy. Yeah, it's a large cavern that was here when they kind of moved into the mountain in the first place so it had been there a long time there's a lot of stalactites and stalagmites and they and some of them meet and they've built buildings around them okay so pegs is in the spires district it's really good they have like really good like everything uh, all right I, I <laughs> suddenly like... realizing that cuisine here might be completely out of the vernacular of normal humans but then she realized she doesn't really understand what animal that bacon comes from at least the bacon that she's eating and that might not be a great thing to 
say to a minotaur right right are there pigs are there pigs are minotaur oh. pigs <laughs> she's pretty sure that minotaur are not pigs but she knows that minotaur are more closely related to other kinds of livestock than she is she's like don't say bacon don't say bacon don't say bacon <laughs> and she says bacon they have good everything yeah. i mean if if minotaur are bull in this environment they're probably vegetarians i mean they're also half human um, humans are, can be vegetarian or omnivorous yeah yeah, yeah th- that sounds great uh do you want to do two hours after sunrise that sounds great i should be able to wake up by then <laughs> if i'm late i'm really sorry i suck at getting up in the morning it's uh but for you i think it will be worth it and she like smiles and like puts her hand on his arm again he kind of smiles back and it's great (laughs) (laughs) he smiles back and it's great yes (laughs) she sort of like with like a tiny little skip in her step she like goes inside oh but then she like pokes her head out again and is like just so i'm clear the part where vaughn said that you like orcish accents that was bullshit right what (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna take that as confirmation that bonds is full of bullshit that that sounds like the right call i'm very confused but that sounds like the right call can you say bullshit to a minotaur (laughs) ericene just like gives a double like thumbs up and is like cool see you later and then she goes uh, over. Have a good time. Kind of like finds the table and is like, oh my God, Vons, you were so right. He seemed very much more attracted to me when I started talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's a culture in this space that is going to be culturally <laughs> insensitive it's definitely going to be the high elves right <laughs> vons is openly laughing and enjoying the moment along with yes i don't feel like vons is um like doing this adversarially so much as cool. in good jest Aracene like points to the drinks and she's like oh no who bought i was gonna oh i got i got the first round it's all good oh no Having smelled it, I haven't touched it yet. Ah, it's tasty. I like, how do you know? Because <laughs> cause it's what I always get. Oh, okay. Well, bottoms up. And she like clinks the shot on the uh, on the table and like just does the shot. Wealthy looks on in horror. Ah, uh, Grix, Grix downs it. Hey, Aracene, make a con check. Yep. <laughs> Vaughn waits to see Aracene's reaction. Okay, well... I'm extremely nervous about this because I do have a negative one to con. Just roll well, what's the problem? I rolled a 19. So that's a 20 total. I thought you said you had a negative one plus one. Okay. I have a negative one plus two for my level. Yeah, yeah. You managed to not gag. This stuff is... You could use it to clean motors. She just goes... She just does the, like, sort of cough like sticking her tongue out thing of like <laughs> oh my god no one drink that <laughs> nah, it's good it's good you gotta lean into it okay 
Vaughn's and I had already figured that out. Okay. Oh yeah, during this scene, Vaughn's is depositing his into one of his vials. Now <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, careful, don't Bobby, don't shake that Bobby, too much. You really don't want that. <laughs> no, I'd already figured that out, Erisine. I'm not whispering. I'm just hoarse because that was terrible. Oh, oh my god. Oh, you have a much uh, stronger stomach than me, I guess, Grix. <gasps> yeah, it's good. Good. Put put scales on your claws. I don't need that. Uh, I'm going to go to the bar myself <laughs> and buy... Around that uh, that we can all drink. Kind of side glance, uh, side glancing Grix here. I'm saying, are 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 your claws scaly? Uh, well, y- you the know what I mean. Pointy part? Okay. I mean, it's fine. I'm not judging. Totally judging. I mean, do they have uh, epidermis dermatologist? Dermatologist. Dermatologist. There we go. Yeah. Do they have dermatologists in this uh, in this rock? I doubt their medicine gets that specialized. Just kobold doctors, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? Um, Erisina is just going to buy, like, basically, like, mm, the equivalent, the fantasy equivalent of, like, Jack and Cokes for everyone. Okay, that's going to be, I guess, four silver each? Uh, so, 16 total, and then she's going to tip yeah. uh, four silver on top of that. So All right. Two gold total. Esmeralda makes your money disappear and pours your drinks. She's like, oh, also, can can we get to-go cups for these? Well, because everybody can, like, walk around in the Warrens. Uh-huh. I mean, I hate to say it. Oh, is it like uh, New Orleans down here? That was already established. At least it was yeah. last time you were here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's only, a, like, an afternoon thing? I don't know. No, you can do it. I mean, it might have just been a glowing drink zombie kind of thing. I don't know. So Esmeralda's like, well, I hate to see a paying customer leave so early in the evening. But yes, I can do that. Just, you know, if you get a chance, bring them back when you're done and produces four flasks and a small funnel that is included on your tray. Or do you want them just in the to-go cups from the start? I'll just take them in the to-go cups from the start. All right. She mixes them up and gets them in to-go cups, flasks. Use your tiniest spigot. And passes them over. Um, she passes out the flasks when she gets back to the table and is like, okay, so we were going to go on like a what's going on with the rest of the place hunt, huh? We can come back. We can yeah. come back for more drinks too. Or we can like hit some other place. But like, I just figured we all knew where this is and it was kind of in the middle of everything that was happening before. So, you know, like walk, talk. Scope out the place, do some drinky wanking. And with that in mind, I'm just going to scan the room. Do I see anything of interest? Anything interesting going on in particular? Do me a favor and make a wisdom check. Wisdom check. <laughs> see, and that's that's the... Mm, I knew it. <laughs> this isn't a dexterity check, is it? All right. Uh, ooh, shit. One. I crit failed. I guess plus two three kind of but i rolled a one so i don't know if that even matters um i think that at this point erisine would like to like look around the room herself all right also make a wisdom check i would feel weird switching it after i made vaughn's roll a wisdom check Uh (laughs) (laughs) well vaughn's obviously has his hood pulled down a little bit too tight am i not allowed to use charisma for this 
because I'm like scoping out like a social area. Sure, why not? <laughs> Are you okay with that, Vaughn? Or should I let you re-roll? It's a better argument than using a dexterity check. Yeah. I'm just gonna feel up the crowd, see how that oh, goes. Man, I rolled a five plus three for my charisma bonus plus two for my level, so it's a ten total. And charisma isn't the primary attribute for you. Is not a primary stat for me. All right, so. How is that possible? High charisma, so I don't feel like I need to have it as my primary stat. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm not judging. All right, so Vons takes the approach of, you know, perking up his ears and using a sniffer and trying to get a a feel for the room. And you crit failed. And that's amazing. (laughs) And I want to honor this having happened. I'm guessing that whatever it was that Grix ordered completely screwed up my perception. Oh yeah, you're seeing double. Oh yeah, like you can't even like, like you can't smell anything past our table because it's like such Mm -hmm. a strong scent, I think. Right? Oh yeah. Bonds didn't drink any of it, but Wealthy Shot is still there and that's destroying your scent. The fumes, the fumes are doing it. Your eyes are watering a little bit. Um, Yeah, so you attempt to read the room. You notice there's a bunch of tall people. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and you are blinded with rage and don't notice anything else. <laughs> and Erisene with your charisma check of 10. Um, you don't notice anything of particular interest. It just looks like a bar crowd to you. Okay. So, like, does that sound good to you guys? Should we, like, go wander around? Or, like, I mean, we could just stay here. I mean, not with all these tall people. I think you're probably right. I think we should leave the tall people behind. Where do you think we should go, Vons? Is there a nice dumpster somewhere? I mean, (laughs) if we stay in the dumpster, won't be able to find anything like what we found before. Well, we we got rats, right? What what what's the deal with the rats that we got? The rats? Oh, the messenger rats. Yeah, they were just notes saying, uh, keep your eyes out for anything unusual around the city, uh, any more uh, power drains or uh, infrastructure damage. Right, right, right. So uh, they're not insinuating anything specific then. Well, you guys don't know anything about it? also sent me like, a message basically with most of the same information that um, Rex got. I admire this retcon because I don't think you that happened. It. You said that you said that purity was going to send a message to Erisine as well. All right, I forgot that happened. I just remembered her <laughs> she telling Grix. Grix, but then she was like, "Oh, I was also going to send Erisine a message at the at the Nipper." And then we had the scene at yeah, the Nipper, okay. and I was Sorry like, that. "Oh, I'm I think I'm going to get the message from Purity," and then I didn't. <laughs> That's because I forgot between the end of Grix's scene and the start of that other scene. That's fair, and I understand. I understand how hard it is. But okay, so you were saying that you got a message and shit's weird. Yeah, like, just shit's, like, you know, really weird. And, like, well, like, Grix, what did, like, did Purity say much more than that? Or, like, what what should we look for? Not really, just, just the same kind of things we were looking for before. You know, uh, water leaks. Uh, sh- she seemed to think that it was more people trying to make this stuff. Oh my god. So more, yeah, system's not working but right. But like, why would they need to like 
Oh, because like other people are trying to make it too. Yeah, yeah. Other people are trying to make oh it. Oh my god! So they got to tap into the into the magic power, and into the water and everything else. But like Grix, how does the magic power work? I've always wondered. Uh, so the ancients they devised. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> The ancients uh, determined the uh, the power differential equations, and uh, so we we just we have a the mountain is a, a reservoir of magic, and we just get the magic flow in different places, and uh, that creates magic current, and the magic current creates uh, the magic fields that power the city. Sorry, did you say the ancients? Yeah, the ancients. <laughs> they were the ones who uh, who built the cities before. Uh, uh, before all the disasters happened. Erisene, you know that's bullshit because you're related to all the uh-huh. start of the city. Erisene is like... I mean, kobold lifespans being what they are. I have no idea. Erisene is like, that's so cool. Like, where did you where did you hear that? Is that like a folktale or something? Yeah, it's uh, it's kobold lore. Oh, cool. I really... I Wow. Yeah, you should come down to our storytelling session sometime. Oh my god! That sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, you might not like it because we serve more of that beverage. It's okay. I have a lot of flasks of my own, and um, I'm sure that I can bring something that uh, everyone can enjoy. At first, I hear storytelling, and I'm thinking like, oh, so the kobolds have like a, the moth. Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. I hear about that beverage, and I'm thinking, oh, so kobolds have a <laughs> risk. Yes, exactly. So y'all head out into the evening? Yes, please. I suppose so. So did you want to hit a different bar, or do you just want to wander around for a while? I imagine we make a pretty motley crew walking around. Yeah, yeah I but mean, it's it the, is Warren, the Warren, so... It's like the, it's like the everybody's just, like, all different kinds of people, right? Like, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're in any bar district, people will be walking around in groups, often drunk, and it just kind of becomes ambient after a while. Erisene does at one point, like, take everybody aside and say, okay, so, like, in order to blend in and get people to notice us less, everybody act 50% more drunk than you actually are. She, like, winks. (laughs) This is how you pick up men, isn't it? No up men by going up to them and talking to them the implications of that method of picking up men that vaughn said are kind of dark <laughs> vaughn's is kind of dark yeah yeah <laughs> is vaughn's a fucking edgelord <laughs> not that dark <laughs> <laughs> all right um okay so you all are wandering about grix did you happen to take wealthy's undrunk shot before oh yeah probably i wouldn't leave something behind like that your system is a wreck right (laughs) (laughs) because you have had two shots of rock gut and we're also coming down off like seven plus cups of coffee yeah they count slowly each other out no sure that's what (laughs) you can see forever um so now would be the time to get any kind of uh, passwords off of Grix. Yeah, it's it's your chance to get Grix's Wi-Fi password. All right, so you're wandering around. You wander past a couple of bars. You wander past the Oakley. You kind of loop back around and wander past a place called the Dumpster. Oh, guys! Guys, we gotta go in here. We gotta go in here. I've heard they will fry some things, but it's still moving on the plate, man. Gross, but I'm happy for you no we can go in totally 
Yeah, let's do it. Sweet! Like, they still have alcohol, though, right? Or is it like a 24-hour diner or something? I mean, yeah. It's it's called the dumpster. There's gonna be food. <laughs> I like that that's your takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, of course they serve drinks. You all head into the dumpster. As you approach the door, the ground shakes under your feet. And all of the lights in the area flicker for a second before going back and steady again. Ah, fuck. Are we on the job again? Uh, yeah, I think we might be. See that? That's the kind of thing I was talking about. And on that note, I think we're going to wrap the session there. Cool. With Vaughn's cursing, having to, you know, engage with the plot in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I mean, we were having a good time without plot. That was. That was... <laughs> yeah, but I, I felt obligated to have at least one plot point before the end of recording. That's fair. <laughs> I appreciate that you gave us room to get back together as a group. I, I wasn't expecting to be there to be that much hat talk, but you know. I think it's more that once Kelly and I start talking to each other in character, we do very, very well at bouncing off of each other. It was very fun to listen to. I mean, to. Hat Talk is the name of your spinoff podcast, right? I mean, it is now. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at Prime Attribute, or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron! Our logo was designed by Adam. Great job, Adam! Editing this week was by Wit. Thanks, Wit! We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Vaughn's is just gross and cantankerous.